You're listening to Gearing Up, an everyday carry podcast. This is a show that's dedicated to highlighting members and makers of the everyday carry community that are doing really awesome things. If you're into knives, gear, and talking about what's going on in the hobby, this is the show for you. Make sure you subscribe so you get new episodes whenever they drop and follow Gearing Up Podcast on Instagram so you can join the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gearing Up. This is the Everyday Carry Podcast, where we talk about everyday carry stuff. Today, of course, no exception. Let's just jump into the topic. If you can't tell from the title, we're going to talk about what's good for the EDC community. Now, I started this show uh, with the intention of sort of bringing the community together and I, I think I've contributed in a positive way for the most part. And I do my best not to get negative. But I opened up Instagram, as one is you know, prone to do. And I saw a post from a content creator. You guys probably know him. Mainly because he is uh, such a staple in the community. Taylor Martin best damn EDC. Now, I've been a subscriber of Taylor's for a number of years. I'm a big fan of his content. I think he, uh, I I don't know him personally, but he comes off as a genuinely just good dude. And uh, he really likes gear. And so I've, I've watched a lot of his content. Not everything is for me, but I do watch a lot of his videos. Most of them, I'd say. And he posted a video on his Instagram feed that didn't sit right with me. Now, this video uh, was from another content creator, and you're welcome to go and and look at it. I'm not trying to uh, name names. I mean, it's easy to go find it, but anyways, the, the point was that this video originally was uh, all about why Best Damn EDC and Taylor Martin in general, uh, in general Taylor Martin more specifically, are not good for the everyday carry community. But the video Taylor posted was sort of a mashup of his video and another creator, and I didn't even go down the rabbit hole to see the original video, Um, but basically there were, there were sections and pieces and lines that were sort of cut copy pasted from this other creator's video that was bashing another youtuber content creator and you know it's it's they were not it was not such an ob you know uh, uh um, what am i trying to say it, it it wasn't that he was taking common phrases he was using very specific language uh that i i you know, again, I don't live in the YouTuber bubble, so maybe these phrases are normal, but, you know, cliche content creator and discipleship as a, you know, a fan of, of this content creator. Just just very obvious carbon copy sections, right? And, and, and so the point was you've got somebody calling out Taylor for not being good, but even their video was not original and their thoughts weren't original and they were kind of just clickbaiting and and you know what props to them because it is working i mean i'm talking about it so 
and I, this this creator, I had never seen him before. I didn't know who he was. Um, but instead of jumping in the comments and having Taylor's back, I wanted to go watch this guy's video. So I did give him a watch, and I took some notes while I was watching it. And I just, after seeing the, the, the quick little video on Taylor's feed and then watching the video and hearing out his points, I still had that feeling where I was like, this isn't right. Let's talk about it. So that's what we're here to do. Um, so, I, you know, and, and I'm making this episode because I am a fan of Taylor's, uh, but I, it's, it's not so much in defense of Taylor. It's more of, let, let's say it's more about what's good for the EDC community than it is just why one individual or one type of content is bad. So I, I don't want to spend forever talking about this other video and how it was cut, copy, paste from another creator. That's, that's a whole separate thing. And we're, we're not going to get into that, but this video after watching it, basically it came down to Taylor only pushes expensive, unattainable items and nothing he talks about in his videos is practical EDC gear. And he's not making you know, videos and expanding the EDC community out, you know, to the masses and that it focused on EDC as a hobby and not so much on the functionality aspect of it. And that's where that, that one in particular is where I had the first issue. You know, I got into everyday carry from a practical standpoint. I worked, I think I've talked about this before, but I worked retail and I needed, you know, a pen and a pocket knife and and I, you know, I just, I fell down the rabbit hole and, you know, my first expensive knife, uh, and this was before I was into EDC, my, my daily knife was a U.S. made Kershaw and it was 50, 60, 70 bucks, whatever it was. And at the time I was like, this is my expensive knife. I really didn't have any other knives, but that was the expensive knife. And, you know, reflecting back everything is relative and and as i've gotten into the hobby more i've i've learned more and more about what i like to carry why i carry it do i need to carry it i've kind of got those bases covered on a daily uh you know <laughs> those bases covered on a daily basis <laughs> and so now i'm at the point I don't want to say the word mature, but I'm going to say the word mature. I'm mature enough in my EDC hobby ship that I do look at it as a hobby. I know that whatever I can, I'm going to cover my bases when I walk out the door. And so it is a hobby for me. And, and in this hobby, I've found people with like minds. I've found people with shared interests and I've found really cool stuff that I like to check out. And you know, I think drawing this distinction between, you know, a hobbyist and an enthusiast and, you know, however you want to parse it out, I really think that Taylor and his content is, I do think it is broadly appealing because if you look back through the last few months of his content, yeah, a lot of it is 
pricier items, he talks about more expensive stuff. Um, and I just happen to be in that part of the EDC hobby where that stuff appeals to me personally. I don't buy a ton of the stuff he talks about, but I like checking it out. I like seeing it in the videos, but there's also, you know, budget stuff. There's a hundred dollar Walmart carry where he, he got a bunch of stuff from Walmart. There's stuff from Amazon. There's, you know, gadgets under this and that. And, and, and the thing is, is Taylor's also gone through a lot of that content in the past and it exists there. It's, it's in his, you know, library of content. And so anybody new to EDC can browse through, you know, if they're searching budget EDC items, Taylor stuff's probably going to pop up. So I, I think all this to say, I, I'm, I'm rambling now, little, little detour here. If you guys can't tell from the audio quality, I'm driving. I am doing hands-free mic, uh, so no worries there. But I, I, <laughs> I've been so pressed for time lately. I wanted to find a time to record, and I had this little commute. I'm on my way somewhere, so I'm going to hit record. We're going to talk. So I hope it sounds okay. But I, I'm rambling at this point because so I, I don't have my notes up in front of me. But the thing that bothered me about this content is not that you have a problem with what another creator's doing. The problem that I had with this content is this level of gatekeeping that you deem okay, you, 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 you deem appropriate for the everyday carry community. And as far as I know, we, I missed the meeting, but we didn't appoint a spokesperson, one single spokesperson. This is a broad community and it, and it impacts it impacts it involves so many walks of life and I, I think just like with any creator uh i'm gonna pick on lucas burnley right he and i did a podcast and we talked about his sort of different levels of how he brings his designs to market and he's got everything from the super popular 20 dollars squid up to his customs that are you know thousand of doll. I don't know how much they are, but they're expensive, right? And I, I think Taylor has done a good job in the past of of figuring out uh, that that spectrum and and really putting out videos for everybody. There's there's EDC folks. There's there's uh, pocket checks. There's uh, and that's another thing. There was he, he mentioned something in his video about pocket checks and said something like it was a bad thing. And my thing with pocket checks, I don't watch a ton of those videos, but I almost always watch Taylor's pocket check videos for two reasons. One, he introduces me to other cool creators in the community. And so I like seeing names and faces and, and going to, you know, again, falling down that rabbit hole and checking them out. And I also really like seeing the gear that a lot of these people have. It gives me ideas. I may not buy the exact same things they have, but it, it, it expands my views on what I'm interested in, what I want to check out, what I am spending my time and money and, and attention on. So all this to say, and this is coming off super, this, at least to me, it's coming off negative and I don't want it to come off negative. I'm not trying to, you know, say that we can't have our opinions and we can't you know, voice concerns, but, but what bothers me is not the problems that you had necessarily. Eh, maybe it is. I think a lot of the problems that you mentioned were 
sort of surface level. And I really do think that people are smart, people that are into this kind of stuff, whether they're brand new or seasoned, are not just going to watch one video and take his word as gospel. People look around. People people learn from all different kinds of areas. So, you know, I just... My problem with all of these things is that it sets a bar or a standard that his stuff is, is too expensive, it's out of reach, or it's unattainable. And to me... That is a false way to look at it. I, I think he does a great job of highlighting uh, small businesses, people like Garage Built Gear and uh, JRW and just all of these different creators. He does a great job of bringing attention to those. And, I mean, yeah, he's got a platform where if he brings attention to something uh, and, and there's you know one person behind it and they can't keep up with demand you're going to run into issues with stock. And so, yeah, that can be frustrating, but I think anybody that uh, spends a couple minutes in the hobby is going to learn pretty quickly that that's sort of par for the course when you're working with small businesses. And so, I don't know, man. I It, it just bothered me. And I'll go back to something I said sort of early on, but like the gatekeeping aspect of it, the fact that you know, yes, you can you can disagree or you can make assumptions or you can have your point of view, but saying that he's bad for the community is, I think, overreaching. When I looked through... So I watched this video talking about all these reasons, and the thing that was most surprising to me, and these were not new comments... Because I looked at, at the post dates, and some of them were from when the video was originally published, which was just a few weeks ago. So many, and I, I mean, I mean, I stopped counting, but so many started with something along the lines of, I found Taylor when I first got into EDC, or Taylor got me into EDC. So you can't say that someone's bad for the community, and that they're not expanding it, when a majority of the folks that you have commenting on your video give him credit for introducing or expanding their horizons on on what EDC is in your video you said you went down the rabbit hole for best damn EDC so listen again I don't know Taylor I, I've we've talked before through Instagram I've mentioned maybe jumping on the pod but we've never set anything up I just like his content and I like him. I think he does a good job. Okay. Sorry. Had to take a brief pause. I don't know where I was. <laughs> I just stopped and grabbed some lunch. And uh, anyways, so my, my reasoning behind making this episode is if, I, if you could take one thing away from it, we have got to do better as a community at including everyone and accepting everyone and understanding where people are coming from and, and so I, you know again I understand what you're saying about a lot of the items that he talks about are expensive some of them I wouldn't ever even consider but 
I still like to see it. I like the gear, and I like what he's you know what he's about. So I and, and I and I I wanted to sort of I wanted to draw a comparison. So my brother, I, I have one older brother, and. He and I, he's always given me a hard time ever since I got into knives and stuff. You know, he's, he's always, hey, you got a knife? Go check out my EDC. You know, he, like like any family member's prone to do. Um, but my brother is into wet shaving, like traditional wet shaving with the safety razor and the badger hairbrush and the foam and the soap and all of that stuff. And whenever he introduced me to this hobby of his, this interest of his, I immediately drew a lot of comparisons to the EDC community. I mean, it is unreal how similar they are. Drops, makers that nobody's ever heard of that are ridiculously expensive and all of that stuff. And it's not, so I, I do use a razor that he gave me it's probably more expensive a razor than I would ever have purchased for myself. It, not ludicrous. I think it was 50, 75 bucks. I don't know. Uh, you, you, and hearing that, you might think, what the hell? But I, so I do, but I don't, I don't go after like the brushes and the handles and the crazy soaps and limited drops like he does. But just because it's not for me, it's, it's not something I'm into. I think it's really cool that he's got that rabbit hole to go down, and while I may give him a hard time, as payback for giving me a hard time, we understand that, like, yeah, some of the knives I've shown him, some of the knives I own, some of the knives I have owned, he would lose his mind if he knew how much I paid for them. But he understands. It's something I'm interested in. And so I, I go back to a point I made earlier on, right? everything price-wise is it's all relative it, it's all relative to what your uh, ceiling is for price it, just based on what you can afford it's it's based on um your preferences and what you like i make mean, that's all i can say is like it's let 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 people decide and i think at the end of the day if I say, hey, let the community decide if he's good for EDC or not, I feel like the community has kind of decided that. He's got a ridiculous amount of subscribers on YouTube. His videos get a ton of views. His content is watched over and over again. And it, it's just, it's impressive to see that level of quality within the community. So... Again, I'm rambling, but I, I think all I'm trying to say is I didn't like the video, not because I think you're wrong, not because I think he's wrong. I'm, I'm saying you're like I'm addressing him directly. That That's not what the purpose of this episode is, but I, I, don't, I don't think the points were wrong. I, that doesn't mean I can't disagree with them uh, to whatever extent, but... I think the premise is wrong. I think to say that someone's not good for the community just because they found a niche or they talk about things that not everybody talks about, they talk about things that not everybody can or want to afford, 
I don't think that's wrong. And, 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 you know, I think about my YouTube video subscriptions. Um, you know, I'm subscribed to Maurice Moves and John Gadget and Big Red EDC and I, I, I don't know, a few dozen others. And, and I like all of their content. I watched a video from John Gadget earlier today uh, about his EDC tin that he made. And I thought it was super cool, super neat to see those ideas. But anyways, all this to say, I, I think gatekeeping is something that's going to hurt us. I think gatekeeping is bad for EDC. And I think bringing down another creator for reasons that I just went through, I, I just don't think it's constructive. Um, and I think what's good for EDC, let's get back to the title here. I think what's good for the EDC community is we connect, we talk, we reach out, we support one another, and, you know, we, we figure out how to at least hear one another out and not take shots. I, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I'm crazy for getting on this soapbox and involving myself. But at the end of the day, I watched, I, I saw the clip that Taylor posted. I watched the video. And this is just setting aside the, the whole point of the clip Taylor posted about, you know, cherry picking some, some comments uh, from another video. I, that's not even what I'm talking about. I, I think just in general, this idea that we need to sort of police one another on what we're doing is flawed and and i and i i think if anything that's bad for edc not a content creator that does a great job that builds up his community that supports his community by doing things like pocket checks and edc weekly features that to me is the hallmark of a great EDC community ambassador. I hope you guys agree, disagree, let me know. Uh, whatever it is, drop a comment on Instagram, join the conversation, and uh, let's talk about this. I'm, I'm interested to know your thoughts. I don't want to know if you, you think somebody's bad for EDC. If you think they're bad, reach out to them, talk to them, have a conversation. But uh, if you think somebody's good, shout it out. Let them know. You guys know I talk about all kinds of content creators that I'm excited for. So take a minute and do that. And instead of being negative and starting fights. <laughs> that's not a fight. There wasn't a fight. But instead of being negative, let's take a second and remember that the gear is all secondary. And that the people come first um, and I'll leave you with that thanks everyone I'll talk to you again in the next episode bye I hope you enjoyed this week's episode be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every time they're released and make sure you follow gearing up podcast on Instagram so that we can stay in touch thanks again and I'll talk to you next time peace